Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play B-Mix. B-Mix, don't be a loser. to be Migs. I know Cole from Local 86 Apprenticeship in Tequila is. Cole, are you there? Yes, ma'am. Woohoo! I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Bye-bye. For those playing at at home, Cole has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Yes. Who was the first person to step on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Yes. All kittens are born with what color eyes? Brown. No. Blue. Yes. In Scrabble, the two letter tiles that are the highest scoring are Z and what? U. No. X. No. Q. Yes. What hormone helps cells absorb sugar from the blood? Insulin. Yes. Beginning with M, what name is given to non-magicians in Harry Potter? Muggles. Yes. ACDC <laughs> released their album Back in Black in what early 80s year? 82, 83, 84. No, 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 no. What is the name of the pieces that make up the first line in defense in the game of chess? Con. Yes. What is the Italian term for a firm but tender pasta? Skip. The hammer and the stirrup bones are located in what part of your body? Repeat. The, ha- the, the hammer and the stirrup bones are located in what part of the body? Your homie said it. What? No! Oh. Also, Cole, 
your friend said the Italian term for a firm but tender pasta, but you didn't listen to them. <laughs> wow. Wait, do you guys get to go home early if uh, you beat Steve? Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cole, you should have said what your friends were telling you. Oh, man, Steve. Uh, wasn't confident. <laughs> you also, are not confident. Cole and company, being the new kid here, Local 86, is that iron workers? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. They get to go home early if he wins, Steve. But Cole, oh, oh, it's those guys. Yeah. Those guys, I remember them, yeah. But Cole didn't have much faith in his friends. Even oh. though, honestly, I think I think a lot of his friends were the one doing the answering for him. I like how you're calling, you keep uh, calling no, him I out. I do. I'm sorry, Cole. I, just, I, I hope you guys win. That's what I'm saying. I love that the local 86 yeah, apprenticeship always relies on us and beat Migs on whether or not they get to have an early day or not. Agreed. I know. There's a lot of pressure. Steve, are you ready? To hopefully lose. Oh, shot it. Who was the first person to step on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Yes. All kittens are born with what color eyes? Green. No. Blue. Yes. In Scrabble, the two letter tiles that are the highest scoring are Z and what? X. No. Q. Yes. What hormone helps cells absorb sugar from the blood? Uh, Insulin. Yes. Beginning with M, what name is given to non-magicians in Harry Potter? Muggles. Yes. Oh, wow. My friend just recently used it as an insult, and I thought that was hilarious. Released their album Back in Black in what early 80s year? 81. No. 80. Yes. What is the name of the pieces that make up the first line of defense in the game chess? The uh, knights. No. The rooks. No. The bishops. No. <laughs> what is the Italian term for a firm but tender pasta? Uh-huh. Al dente. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the hammer and the stirrup bones are located in what part of your body? Arm? No. Leg? No. Pelvis? No. Chest? No. Back? No. Neck? It's the ear. There we go. Thank you. Thank you for putting me out of my misery. But it doesn't matter because you still got seven correct, which is a win. Cole and friends, you got to stay. Can't leave early. There's always next time, though. And there's always work to do, so I'm really just doing you guys a favor. There's always work to do. Oh. Cole's buddies did say the ear, but he didn't listen. How many buddies did he have? It sounded like a lot. Oh, really? It was funny with the the Harry Potter question because Cole didn't know, but all his friends were like, muggles, muggles, muggles. And then they also said al dente, but he didn't listen. So they could have won. Oh, yeah, I guess he needs to listen to them. You can't just go with the answers of the peanut gallery in the background. Yeah. And uh, what is the name of the pieces that make up the first line of defense? He got right. Pawns. Pawns. I couldn't think of a name. You did have a lot of the other pieces, though, Steve. (laughs) I I feel like you would be great as a chess apprentice. Chess Prentice? Chess Prentice. Nice. <laughs> also, can, I don't know if you guys ever did geocaching. Do you remember when geo... I mean, I think it's still like a thing. Is that a I website like thing? It's no. it's like where you go on little, um, you know, like treasure hunts kind of, oh. like on hikes and things like that. But I think they call people muggles too. So they must be... Uh, maybe the geocaching folk are also Harry Potter folk. Oh, that's funny. I, yeah, it's they give you like coordinates and you put them in your phone and then you just kind of like go to the random places and find something cool. Who's giving you these coordinates? It's, it's like an app. Thing. Yeah. I used to do it. It's fun. Is it? Yeah. It's what, super what, nerdy. It's what super would you find? Nerdy. What would they like, All sorts of crazy stuff. Like what do you remember finding? Um like little troll dolls or like all sorts of different things. <laughs> Lunch boxes with like stuff in them. People would leave notes. 
Oh, like little little, little presents for everybody. Yeah, just did, like a little, you know. Did they ever send you to get geoducks or gooey ducks? <laughs> Geocaching for gooey ducks? That'd be yeah. kind of funny. Like if someone trolled you guys and you just end oh up somewhere and it's just a bunch of gooey ducks. Well, and here's the thing. They have different stages of like your geocaching membership. So the free one is like the lamest one because everybody's finding that stuff. But if you upgrade to like geocaching pro or whatever, then you find cooler things. Are you part of like a crew? Like, I don't, I mean, like if you say, if you say it's 10 bucks to join like this geocaching crew, do you know who else is a part of it, or is it could just be anybody? Do you know who the is it like the grand ruler? Like who's the like the, who's like the wizard of the geocache? So if, if I remember very... correctly, I haven't done it in several years, but you have like a username, okay, and so you can see other users talking about like they'll tell you the difficulty, like oh this one was really easy to find, or they can give like clues if mm-hmm. it's you know kind of a difficult find. Um, but yeah, it's it's nerdy, it's very nerdy. So he says I, I geocache every weekend. Okay, cool. It so is it's still cool, going but, on. All right. I, I haven't been in a long time. Have you ever run into somebody geocaching? When, oh, yeah. So you'd be like, hey, are you here for the troll doll? Typically, I would find either people that were also geocaching or people that are like mushroom hunting. It's <laughs> like the same people. <laughs> we're on the same routes. And then you guys like go grab a drink afterwards? Or? Yes. I am. That's like, actually kind of fun. If you go travel in other areas, you I'm can- I'm not doing it, but I- <laughs> <laughs> you can, I mean, they, it, it can be in a residential area. Like people Random. can put geocaches anywhere. I all this time just thought that was a computer term. No. It's it's a nerd term. Geocaching. Yeah, maybe we should go sometime. Field trip. I mean, I'll go. I'm not I don't think I'll be able to do it a lot, but I'll 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 like one time. At least go once. <laughs> yeah, just so you can say you did it. Yeah, I could be like, yeah, I'm a geocacher. But then the non-geocachers are the muggles. So if you see just random people just hiking and enjoying their day, they're the muggles. Are they aware that they're the muggles or they're just doing what they do? They are. If they're Well, no, because I guess if they're geocachers, then they're geocachers. Yeah. But if you are a geocacher, but you're not geocaching, are you then a muggle? Wow. Is there anybody that's like trying to troll the geocachers? Like you're aware of what's going on, but you then go over there and like you move the... You mean like bullies? Not like geocaching bull- bullies? No, they're not like, they're not like yelling at you or throwing rocks at you. Like they take whatever it is you're looking for and like move it like five steps over just to mess with you. I mean, sometimes it is a little bit difficult that the, like the coordinates aren't exactly right. So I'm sure people like to mess with that stuff. I am a muggle because I just like to go hiking and not try to find things. And I have found them and I have stolen them. So I am. I am. Oh. Well, you just like, oh, what's this? And you just take it? Took the whole thing. Well, especially because I actually knew what it was. So I, I thought it would be really funny to have people try to find their treasure and there is no treasure to be found. So one of the most legendary geocaches I found was somebody had put it on like a pulley and you had to like pull this. I think it was like a um, like an old... Uh, laundry detergent and what container, this, and there's someone and on the other end of the rope. In, no, not a person. <laughs> I'm like, that's called kidnapping. <laughs> no, but like all the little treasures, all the little treasures were inside. So you and you can leave things inside the vessel. So we like put some stickers in there. You can take like if you're gonna take one, you should leave one. Can we take a pause? Well, Sarah, what did you find? It's a bunch of junk. It really oh. kind of is. It just is like, it, it's like kid toys. So she's Coins. a bully. She is a bully. Yeah. I'm feeling bullied right now. Honestly, I probably just took it and threw it away. Wow. <laughs> to just sabotage all the geocachers. I'm sorry. I was young. So oh, I once found, a, I found a, a joint once. Oh my gosh. Oh. That's, that's awesome. That did not, that was not my experience, but that would have been a great experience. <laughs> well, muggles and geocachers, if any of you are from the South... 
Call in now as we have some food-related questions to ask of you. And we're not talking south like Tacoma. Like the south. The south, okay. The deep south. Yeah, I am from Tequila. 206-803-ROCK. We came across a list of the most iconic recipes from the south. And some of these we've never heard of. So we do have questions. And we're going to talk about this after fuel. The Daily Mix Show. We are looking for rockaholics who are from the south. And not the south end of... This area, but the actual South. Right, not Federal Way. No. Like Alabama? Yeah. Like the South? We'll take Arkansas. it. Arkansas? Mississippi? Okay. All right. Texas? Yeah. 206-803-ROCK. We have food-related questions. I for any rockaholics from I'm, the South. We need a map in the studios for me. <laughs> Texas? Well, or a globe. <laughs> it's weird, too, because like I feel like Tennessee is considered the South, too, but I don't think of it as the South. Yeah. I think of it more like the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. But have you heard people from Tennessee talk? It's definitely the South. <laughs> the reason why we're asking is just because there's this list of all these different types of foods. Like we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not quizzing you. I know some people may be like, "What are you guys up to? What's the agenda?" We just want to know what this food is because it, it made this list of like the best Southern foods, and I have no idea what some of these are. Well, on this list, baked mac and cheese. That's okay, not that too one crazy. Sense. That one, that one, and sounds fantastic always. But Have you ever done, because Danny, you've got the Traeger. Have you ever done a, a smoked mac and cheese? I've heard it's delicious. I haven't, actually. Uh, I, the only th- the closest thing I've done is is pizza. But I, I can imagine that smoking anything on that thing would just elevate it by about 10. Could you, like, bake a cake on it, do you think? Probably. I mean, why not? You could do a pizza yeah. on it. I just know that. Look, I... I like homemade mac and cheese, and I obviously go to a place when they have like the good mac and cheese. I still get fired up when my wife makes Tatum, um, like you know, just regular mac and cheese, like a box craft okay. mac and cheese. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is pretty good. We have Melanie, who's from Memphis. Yes, Melanie. Hello, what's up? Not much. How long have you been living in the Northwest? Um, we just moved here three years ago from Austin. Okay, cool. Austin, I hear, is awesome. Yeah, it's hot. Very hot. So, Melanie, considering you're from Memphis, can you tell us about hummingbird cake? Hummingbird cake. This is one of the ones that we don't, that we're not familiar with. The reason we're asking is because they they, they came up with this thing that's called Southern Living. Has they said the most iconic recipes in the South, and one of them was hummingbird cake, and that's the one that piqued my interest as well. I'm like, I've never even heard of this before. I think I've heard of it, but I I want to say it's like a fruit cake. But I'm not sure. You know what? You're right. It's a banana pineapple spice cake. So not okay. really a full. Does it have cherries in it? If, if you ask kindly, I'm sure they'll put it in. No, <laughs> no, no, it doesn't look like it. No, no, it doesn't look like oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah, but it's got okay, pecans. That makes sense. Looks good. Oh though. God, <laughs> Melanie, how do you feel about okra? Do you like and do you like fried okra? Oh, I love okra. I love okra. Oh my gosh. What is okra? And I, it's like. Is that like slimy? <laughs> it's kind of almost shaped like a baby corn, but it's gr- it's green and it's slimy. It's well, if you just cook it regular, it's slimy. If you fry it, it gets kind of crunchy and it's got little seeds in it that pop in your mouth like uh, like fish eggs. Yeah. You know what's funny is whenever and I don't know what something is, I just assume it's some kind of like it's almost like rice. I just in my head had it in my head that I thought this was like a rice type of a thing or like a grits type of a thing. I mean, I'm I'm looking at a picture of it, not at all. And Melanie, you said no, you were living you were living uh, in Texas for a minute too in Austin. Did you know that the yeah. German chocolate cake is from Texas? Yeah, I actually lived in a place called Pflugerville and um which is like a German settlement outside of Austin. 
So we had a lot of German-influenced foods there. Well, so, somebody yeah. says Metropolitan Market sells hummingbird cakes and also cupcakes. Wow. I'm going to have to try well, that. They sound kind of disgusting. <laughs> like something we'd have at our Easter thing that Aunt Martha made and nobody really ate it. Well, someone you know? just said hummingbird cake is effing delicious. My grandma's from Georgia and we have it occasionally. It's super sweet and very delicious. All right, Melanie, okay. I've got one, okay. one more on this list. I'm very interested to know if you're familiar with it. What is a Frito pie? Is that something you're oh. you're aware of? Oh, hell yeah. That's chili and Fritos, man. Yeah. What? Come that, on, Taryn. I didn't it's know that. It's with Fritos. It's like instead of cornbread, you use Fritos. Huh. Super popular in New Mexico as well. The Frito pie, they serve them right out of the little, like, uh, single-serve Frito bags. Yeah, yeah. They put it in the... They just, Put a slop of chili in there. Put some sour cream and some cheese on top. Man, it's so good. So, So, Melanie, considering you live here now, what is something from the South that you miss when it comes to food? Uh, I guess fried chicken. Like, really, really, like, fried chicken and pulled pork, obviously, because Mm. I'm from Memphis. So what is it about so, the fried I, chicken that makes is it is it some, how the batter that they use the type of chicken like what I I'm I I don't I don't know why it would be different here as opposed to the south or is it just it's just the way that it's made gravy made from like fat or whatever and you dip your chicken and your french fries in it and it's just, I just miss I miss yeah comfort food really yeah. Mm. Well, thanks, Melanie. Now I feel like we were all learned up on on Southern. I I really want to try this hummingbird thing. I we, we got to go get one. I mean, apparently we get the Metropolitan Market. <laughs> well, Rockaholics, would you consider yourself to be a massive fan of rock music? Such a fan that you could name a song after only hearing one second of the chorus. Prove it, and if so, you could win Primus with Coheed and Cambria tickets. Two oh six eight oh three Rock. We will play Hook or Shook at nine twenty. The Daily Mix. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Daily Mix Show presents the Extreme Music Showdown. Let's play Hook or Shook. Please sign this waiver before we continue. 
Thank you. We'll drop a one-second snippet of the hook of a song. If you can't name the song, watch out. You're gonna get shook. Shook. Time to play Hook or Shook, where all week long we will be playing for Primus with Coheed and Cambria tickets. That show is going to be going down at Marymore Park on Thursday, July 18th, and I will see you there if you win, Marty in Kent. Marty. Hi. Good morning. So the way the game works, you must get both songs right to win the tickets. The first one, you're on your own. And the second one, this is where you might get shook. As a member of our show, at random, must get it right for you. If not, and you lose, Caller 9 will get those tickets. So let's see who you're playing with. Will it be me, Migs, or Sarah? Sarah, Karen, Steve. That will be me. It's going to be our friend over there, Sarah. (laughs) Sorry, Marty. I feel like the wheel hates you. (laughs) This wheel just wants to keep picking me. Maybe it just wants to make you better at this game. It wants you to practice. That's a nice way to look at it. Yeah. Thanks. You know, after a year of doing this game, I feel like you will be the ultimate fan of rock music. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you can't even say that without choking. No, I can't. I'm going to choke on it. Marty, are you ready for your first clip? I'm ready. Here we go. Oh. That was short. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to hear it again? That was a whole second. Yes, I would, please. Oh, Sarah's thinking. She's prepared to give you a hint if she can come up with one. Uh, I could use a hint, yeah. I'm looking at her face. I don't think you're getting a hint. What do you think, Sarah? Oh, man, I know the song, but do I? (laughs) The funny thing is, I know the artist, no problem. I'm having a tough time remembering the name of the song. Really? I know the name of the song. Yeah, me too. Well, help Marty out. Be a homie. Do we get to, Okay, so yeah. we're tagging me in to give a hint? <laughs> Absolutely. Sure, why not? The... Mm. Oh, not so it's easy. It's like confidence. Confidence? A term for confidence. You might have high... Also, the artist. Uh, oh, Sarah just figured it out. I did. Also, just a hint on the artist. If the, I mean, it's another word for children. I even got it, Marty. <laughs> wow! From oh, her clue. Now you're now you're throwing shade. That is the ultimate yeah, I'm, insult. Uh, I'm blowing it. I got no idea. Oh. Can I say it? Yeah. If you have high confidence. You have a great self-esteem, yeah, right? Self-esteem. And another word for children is offspring. Oh, yeah. Sarah. I should get the prize. Sorry, Marty. You should get the prize. We should just give you a cookie. You sound like a little child that just got so excited you got it right. I just like how she immediately started throwing shade, right. even though she had no idea what it was at the beginning. So come on, Marty. Why are you so stupid? So the tickets are not for Sarah. No. They're for caller 9-206-803-ROCK. The show is Primus with Coheed and Cambria. Mary Moore Park, Thursday, July 18th. I hear you might be going to this show. I'm definitely going to this show. I, I also just love Mary Moore. I love drinking a beer outside at a small, intimate, local venue. I do like that spot to go see shows. Yeah. It's a, it's a great spot, especially when the weather is great. Have you seen Coheed and Cambria live before? I've never seen them. Oh, they're awful. I'm kidding. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They are so good. I feel like it's a good pairing. It's a great pairing. And as a Rush fan like you are, I feel like Coheed and Cambria might be like the, 
I don't know, modern. Sure. Not my, that's not fair to call them like the modern version of Rush, but I feel like Rush fans would appreciate the music of Coheed oh, yeah. and Cambria because of his vocals and also because of like sometimes the complexity of their music. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. prog rock, baby. What's that one song that they have that like seems like it's like used in every montage sports video, especially for the NHL? They were using it all the time. Oh, is it the Good Night Sniper song? Good Night Sniper? I don't know what the name of it is, but Good Night Sniper. No, you run. That's the one that I saw back in the Welcome tour. Home. That's the one. You guys know? Remember this one? Ooh, that sounds cool. But no. That's kind of sexy. Oh, man, I guess I watched too much. For a while, the NHL was using, I feel like, this song for almost every montage. Oh, that's dope. He's playing a double night guitar, too. Picture guys being slammed into the boards, goals being scored, and epic saves. This is pretty epic. Yeah. Steve is firing himself up right now. Steve's going to go to the concert with me. Yeah. I'm going to wear my goalie gear. <laughs> That's a good song, man. And definitely the vocal does kind of fall in the same line as the Getty Lee vocal. Yeah, I think for some people, they don't like that voice at all. I, I love his voice. Oh, right on. Not we Getty. Get- I'm talking about Kobe oh, and Kim. thanks. <laughs> How do you feel about... Les Claypool of Primus. How do you feel about his voice? My name is Mud. Why don't I have a big brown beer? Challenge the seeds of cheese. Tommy the Cat is my name. <laughs> All right. Have we talked about something this morning, Rockaholics, that you would like to talk about? Please call us up. 206-803-ROCK. We will be checking in with the Rockaholics after Van Halen. The Daily Mix Show. All morning, we have received texts and phone calls from you, Rockaholics, that we have not yet had a chance to chat about, but we want to talk to you right now. So call us up if there's something you would love to chime in on, on anything we hit on this morning, anything on your mind at all. 206-803-ROCK. We did have a little fun conversation earlier about geocaching. (laughs) And apparently, Tim in Covington went geocaching in a foreign country. Where was it? Uh, So it was uh, Palomnos, a small little island uh, outside of Greece. That's awesome. Have you guys heard of it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I've heard of Greece. Oh. Yeah, so uh, you've heard of Santorini, I'm sure, all those whitewashed buildings and all that stuff. Yep. That sublime song is uh, so good. Kalimnos <laughs> is is nothing of the sort. Uh, it's a rocky outcrop, and uh, we ended up going out there for rock climbing and uh, had some mopeds, and we drove around on our mopeds after... Uh, uh, getting done rock climbing, and we had some time free, and so we decided to do some uh, geocaching out there. And uh, one of my buddies, he had the coordinates, and we went out to this side road over a bridge, and the, the coordinates were underneath the bridge. And so what we ended up doing was uh, climbing down underneath this bridge with a bunch of garbage. It was like, this is not a really good idea. But... Uh, um, Went out there and the there's like a four inch hole, like a um, ABS pipe for where all the drainage and everything. And what's that paper that you usually put in like a present? My wife's gonna kill me. Wrapping paper? paper? Not the wrapping paper, but like uh, in a bag. Like a gift tissue bag. paper? Tissue paper. So it looked like there was tissue paper over this hole. And I was like, oh, it's like one of those game shows. You punch your hand through and, and you'll find uh, whatever kind of geocache. Well, if there's a naked out, man on the other I end punch- of this pipe, I'm, I'm out. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had so much, uh, like, uh, excitement running through. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I pushed through, and there was a, a spider the size of the pipe on the inside. No! I was like, yeah, so that kind of ended our geocaching for that trip. So you never uh, found you never found the geocache. No, no, there was like bikes down there, broken bottles. It was not a good spot for geocache for I sure. Like, but uh, has this happened before with geocaching? I feel like this is just like a recipe for like somebody that has set up like a, a like a, a robbery. Like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, hey, come meet over here Probably. and find this thing. And then there's a dude with like a knife that's just like, give me all your money. I feel like now you're giving robbers ideas, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we call it like Theo Cash or Thevo Cash. Thevo Cash. Thevo Cashing. 206 803 Rock. We are checking in with the Rockaholics this morning. That just seems so strange to me. Like, so that, not, I don't mean strange, but like, interesting that like you'll go to another country and what, you go on a website and you're like, oh, here's this is the King Geocacher or Queen Geocacher, and then they tell you where to go. I guess. I mean, I, you can put a geofence. That's a funny word to say when you're talking about geocaching. A geofence in a different, you know, in any area that you're that you are. Do geocachers love like the Amazing Race and like because I feel like it's just like a random like this is such a, a strange version of like a, sca- a scavenger hunt. It is. It's like scavenger hunts for grownups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned something. I had all these years. I've heard the term. I've seen it. I just never bothered to like look up what it meant. And now today, I now know what it is. You're gonna do it once, and then you can say you did it. I'll once. try it once. Yeah. I mean, I want to do it with you guys. Of course. I don't want to do it alone. I'm afraid I'll get robbed. Or bit by a spider in a pipe. Hey, somebody wanted to give us a little clarification. I don't know if this is true or not, but, you know, they texted, so they must be telling the truth. Uh, they said, hey, guys, German chocolate cake is not named after the country. It's named after the man, German. What? So it, is the man named German? Because we heard that German chocolate cake's very popular in the South. And we were trying to figure that out. Like, why would German chocolate cake? But then someone said, no, it's named after a person. Is that true? I don't know. Maybe the person is German or is German their first name or their last name. I have so many follow-up questions. Or Jermaine. And if only we could Google it and find out. If only we truth. had the technology. I'm looking. No luck? No. Oh, yeah. The name comes from... Sorry, it just popped up. The name comes from American baker Samuel German. Oh, so that's his last name. Who developed, developed a type of dark baking... Dark? Yeah, dark baking chocolate in 1852. Hmm. Well, that's very exciting. <laughs> now I kind of want some cake. <laughs> Peter in Seattle, you have some uh, very exciting pit tickets. Yeah, hey, guys. Good hey, morning. Hey. Yeah, loving the show. I've been listening every day. Thank you, Peter. Um, yep. Hey, so um, basically did one of my, like, bucket list concerts recently. I uh, don't want to brag, but it was like a thousand bucks for two <laughs> tickets to go see the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers at the Gorge. And, you know, there were pit passes. Uh, which is awesome. Um, kind of a lot of money I would normally wouldn't spend that much, but I guess, you know, that's going to be my only chance to see him, so I'm pretty excited about it. And just wanted to ask you guys what would be, like, you know, the concert you guys would want to go to, and I guess how much would you be able to spend on a, on the or maybe what did you spend, like, the most on the ticket before? I don't know... I've been very fortunate with work. We've gotten to see a lot of great bands, and most of the bands that I absolutely adore and I'm a big fan of, I've seen live. So I wouldn't have like a real like I need to spend this amount of money. Honestly, if I was going to spend that kind of money, I want to see somebody come back from the dead and you know bands I've never seen before. I know as, as weird as that sounds, but like I've been fortunate. Enough, but Pearl Jam is my favorite band. I love Kiss, Faith No More. These are all bands I've gotten to see a few times, thankfully. 
Yeah, I, I mean, the one that I hope happens is ACDC because I've never seen ACDC before. They're great and live. I know they announced a bunch of European dates, I believe, but nothing stateside yet. That's a ticket that I would drop some big coin on, I think. I got one, but it's kind of a cheat. If the Warp Tour came back... I would spend all of the money to be there. Like I don't care what what it co- the ticket price cost at these. And granted, it used to be super cheap. Like I, we used to spend forty bucks and we'd see all the bands, you know, on the on the different Warp tours. But if they came back and they were like, "Hey, we're only doing one Warp tour in like California or something," I'd spend all the money for flights and all the money for the ticket. But it would have to be all the bands that you want there, right? It's not like they could just be like, we picked all these new up and coming <laughs> punk bands, sucker. <laughs> it's the Warp tour featuring right. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. No, I'm not going to that. Yeah, so it'd be like, yeah, of course, like MXP, yeah, yeah. Rancid, all the old Pennywise. School, yeah, all the old school Warp Tour bands. Yeah. I'm in for that. I'll go with you, Danny. Yeah. Some of my favorite experiences were the Warp Tour when they used to do them at the Kingdom parking lot. Do you oh, remember yeah, that, Taryn? Of course. Did you ever go to one of those? I did. I can't remember what year that was. I don't know if that was like late 90s. I went to a few. 2000s? And the couple of memories, the one thing I remember is seeing Eminem there. Nice. Oh my god! Which was crazy, and then I remember also seeing. It's funny. My two favorite memories are two non-punk rock bands, but because they stood out, not like a sore thumb, but they just stood out because they weren't punk. Black Eyed Peas. Oh. Before Fergie, before they became like the massive. We collaborate with Justin Timberlake, and now we're like one of the biggest pop bands in the world. Black Eyed Peas. They were just this underground hip hop group. And they, I mean, they had a following, but they were playing on like one of the smaller stages too. They weren't even on a big stage at Warped Tour, and they were amazing. You know who I thought you were going to say? Katy Perry, another one who, right. who played Warped Tour before she was famous. Did not see her on the Warped Tour. No. I was also today years old when I learned that there was a Black Eyed Peas before Fergie. Oh yeah, I had no. I thought that was the only iteration of the Peas. She had to pee her pants in order to get into the band. That's like the initiation. Yep, makes yep, sense. Yep. That, that's why you've seen those pictures. That's that. That was the day that she got accepted into. No, yeah, they were just like a. I don't know. I don't know how that collaboration started because she was like a children's pop star. I think she was like. I don't know if she was like a Disney girl or like one of those kind of like young pop stars, and then she collaborated and hooked up with the Black Eyed Peas, and then the rest was history. Well, one of the most well-known musicians just said that hiring an underage hooker back in 1980 was a poor decision. Who said this? We're going to tell you at 9.50. The Daily Mix Show. Don Henley is currently in New York in court for the criminal trial of three men accused of illegally possessing 100 pages of handwritten lyrics that he says are rightfully his. Are they his lyrics? That's what he's saying. Yeah, okay. But It'd be the, random. He's just like somebody. It's like Kurt Cobain. He's like, "Those are mine. I swear. Prove it." So he was on the stand and facing questions about an arrest that happened back in 1980. So this is what 44 years ago. Yeah. Yep. Apparently, a 16-year-old prostitute suffered an overdose at his home. I. Which I was not aware of this about him. What does this have to do with the, the songs? I, I think it just kind of came up during the criminal trial here. Okay. It was the. It was the prosecution who are on Henley's side who brought it up because they were trying to get ahead of it in the defense, which was going to question him about it. So oh. I think they brought it up to be the first to the story. Kind of like with Eminem and 8 Mile, where he makes fun of himself before somebody's like, <laughs> we're going to admit to me being a creep that had a 16-year-old hooker before they bring it up. So he explains that he called the sex worker to escape the depression that okay. he had kind of fallen into after the Eagles breakup that year. It's did he know she was 16 though at the time? And not that I'm saying that that's right, but like, did she show up and he didn't actually? He's like, whoa, wait, what the hell's going on here? He did not know that she was underage. They okay. apparently did not have sex. Okay, but she had some sort of an overdose at his home. It just all was really bad. 
I mean, I guess you're not wrong, Don Henley. That was a poor decision. And he says he's been living with it for 44 years and he's living with it even more so now because it's front and center in the news and all part of this courtroom experience for him. I never really pictured, like, I guess, you know, I don't think about the Eagles very often, but I forget, like, they were like these massive probably rock stars doing bad drugs and just sure. making very bad decisions. And maybe that he was in such a, I mean, him reaching out to a, a hooker, okay, whatever, like, not not wise, but then and all of a sudden one that shows up that's underage, that's... Yeah, that's pretty damning. It's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm still very curious about how these... Well, it makes me never want to listen to the Eagles again. No, no. Ask me how many times I've listened to the Eagles before this. One time? Never. Never. <laughs> I mean, unless we talk about them when we're playing their music. They've never been a band. And it's not because of this, but I've just never been a fan of their music. I'm also just wondering how three men could have uncovered or, or, or stumbled upon 100 pages of his handwritten lyrics. Do you think maybe they went to like a storage... That's what, I, that's what I would imagine. Maybe like they're going through somebody's storage or they broke into a storage. I can't imagine like he keeps everything at maybe his house. Maybe he has a place or he has assistance. Maybe they broke into like an assistance place that had all this stuff. And they're just like, whoa, here's the lyrics to Hotel California. I think we got something here. That would be, could you imagine what that would fetch at like one of those crazy auctions? I got to imagine. It's Hotel California food. It's like a handwritten lyrics I, there's some rich person that still loves the eagles oh absolutely that's gonna drop some serious coin to have that framed in their office not me no you no. don't be just anything by rush well i do have some of that do you have handwritten lyrics from rush i don't have handwritten lyrics but i do have a very large uh poster and also i think it was the summer of 97 there was like a concert series that kisw did at the gorge and i have a ticket stub and some autographs from that i'm like taryn tell me about this crazy collectible that you have and you're like i have a poster well not a poster it's like it's like a giant framed i mean it's probably like i don't know maybe four feet really? wide and two feet long where do you keep that it well right now it hangs in our uh like our little home studio but we had it in our like the hallway that goes up to our bedroom the stairway that goes up to our bedroom i used to call it the stairway to heaven because <laughs> that's where I kept all my music memorabilia. That's but now it is in, it's in the home studio, just in case, you know, I ever am doing home studio things and need to feel inspiration. Does, I just gaze at Rush. Do you get inspired? I do, of course. Okay. All the time. <laughs> You're like, yeah, dummy. <laughs> a woman just made $1,000 for a Subway sandwich. You're going to hear from her during the Daily Mix download after Nirvana. The Daily Mix Show. Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes and we'll give you uh, some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Migs Download. A.K.A. the DMD. Here's your daily dose of doings happening in the world. And the DMD is brought to you by Palace Lawn. Today is National Protein Day. So eat some meat. Some soy, whatever it is that you ever you get your protein, Taryn. Okay. Just do it. I will. Got some protein powder for you. Just double chug it. All right. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe that's what the Seattle Kraken did yesterday. They upped their protein and ended up winning in overtime, which has kind of been the bane of their existence this season. But against the Boston Bruins, making many Boston Bruins fans very disappointed over at Climate Pledge Arena, which I thought was awesome. And I got to give a shout out to the man himself. Groovy, groovy, groovy. Can't you see? Sometimes you're playing. Just hypnotize me. Since coming back from that injury, he's been playing lights out. And he played a great game, 29 saves. But more importantly, during the shootout, he stopped them all, which was great because all we got was one goal during the shootout. And that's from Yamamoto. The goalie for the Bruins is also playing phenomenal as well. It was a really good game. 
Definitely went a little bit later than I'd like. Close to 10 o'clock was when that game finished, Ouch. and I watched all of it. Hey, uh, Seattle Kraken up next to them, taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins, and that's going to be happening on Thursday night. An Ohio woman named Letitia says that she was charged just over $1,000 for a Subway sandwich. I did notice they've raised their prices, but not that much. She couldn't buy her groceries, though. When this happened, it overdrew her account. And so she uh, you know, wasn't even able to go just make regular purchases because of that. Here is Letitia talking about what went down. No way, unless it's wrapped in gold and it's from some other place. I would never pay $1,010 for a Subway sandwich. I'm just trying to make ends meet at this point in time. Stressed, overwhelmed. Um, I couldn't get groceries at one point because my, my account was negative. So the entire bill was $1,021.50. The single sandwich was $1,010, according to the line item. That's quite the footlong. Insane. So she left Subway. She noticed the major overcharge. She went back to the store to take it up with them. And they said, hey, you got to contact the corporate office. See, a lot of people I saw on, on, on social media and in different places commenting about this story saying, hey, this is a very... Uh valuable lesson to use credit cards as opposed to debit cards because if it was a credit card purchase it would have got fixed rather quickly but because it's a debit card you have to deal with the bank sometimes it takes a little bit longer than you'd like and that does suck for her and she wasn't able to find a live person to talk to well, there's a shock she got her bank involved but hasn't had any luck with that so we just hope that poor Letitia gets her money back because that's insane well, maybe you're right you know Wendy's is doing surge pricing maybe that's what Subway's doing as well I do love <laughs> Wendy's it's like we're surge pricing when it's like more busy I'm like Oh, man, 1 o'clock in the morning, you might as well jack those prices up however much you want because people are going to buy them. For sure. Hey, as far as weather, we're going to hit a high of 44 degrees. It's going to be cloudy. Big thanks to Kia Puyall for giving us the DMD, and that's what's up. Brian Castle is up next with the Morning 12 Pack. The The Daily Mix Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.